No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. No 
Ooh, Darwin got barred from entry. Ooh, I was trying to do it the nice way, Dar, but you wouldn't let me. Hey, now. No Simple Road family, welcome to midweek, second episode in one week, No Simple Road. What? Yeah. We got so backed up. Our uh, No Simple Road bowels is so backed up <laughs> that we had to come at it. That makes, them, that makes it sound like we're going to be giving them a bunch of shit. Oh, no. no, no oh, no. A, it, it's good I'm talking about shit. the relief the of that shit. bowel movement. Oh. And you're like, oh, oh, man, that's the best. So I just got one thing. Oh. Double No Simple Road. What does it mean? It's two, oh. two, <laughs> two for the price of one. What? So we became part of the Northwest String Summit family. Yes, we sure did. We were the official podcast in of July of 2019. And they gave us a prominent space, I should say. Yeah. I, I think they did. They gave us a prominent space at the vendor area. Yeah, man. And made us feel welcome, a part of, at home, uh, appreciated. Immediately. Important. Yeah. Without really knowing us. And um, nope. I appreciate that more than you guys can imagine. Um, Maybe it's just their um, average hospitality because they're such good people. But could be they f- made us feel like above and beyond welcomed, wanted, excited for us to be there, um, wanting to accommodate what we can do to make it a great time and and a a good summarization of what it's like to be there and i think that they were happy with what we've done well we were headed a, back yeah. in in 20 what year beautiful piece of work 2020 2020 as the official podcast northwestering summit but that didn't work out along with everybody else's plans but the other day i um got an email from emily telling me about something that folks sky and Blue Sky Barn Presents are doing. Uh, it's coming out on Valentine's Day. And th- I want Arthur to explain this to you guys. Our, our guest is Arthur Leland. And um, he is one of the facilitators of this peak experience magical event that's about to go down With on Valentine's Day. Round table talks. And um, there's an appearance in this episode from Daniel Rodriguez from Elephant Revival, Emma Rose, and uh, Arthur's wife, Carol Lee. And yeah, um, yeah there's, there's a lot going to be happening here, man. They have so many beautiful, collaborative, magical things going on in that vortex space of theirs. So this, this is one of those episodes that you're going to go for a ride. Oh, yeah. Arthur is going to take us for a ride. Mm-hmm. And and you just gotta like put on your your seatbelt, your mental seatbelt, and and just hang on. He is a fantastic conversationalist and a wonderful <laughs> host. I may add, yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, he welcomed us into his space, yeah, at Lions in Colorado. So before we got on, how do I say this? Before what you're gonna hear happen. We he gave us a tour virtually of the space that they live on the the land that they live on, Laverne Johnson Park. Yeah, man, this in Lyons, Colorado, and uh, Planet Bluegrass is there. This is like a whole thing that's going on up there. This is a magical confluence, is the word that I'll use, uh, of energy 
in, in Lyons and Sky and the people from Northwest String Summit have put together something really amazing that is benefiting the Lions Emergency Action Fund. It's called Leaf, Leaf. and um, it's supporting the community of Lions. It's supporting the people that live there um, that have been affected by what's going on, as well as all the musicians, gig workers, and people that yeah. have had their livelihoods um, put on pause, shall I say, for the time being. Um, so this is a way for the community to interact. And this isn't just a, this isn't just a live stream, man. This is like, it's a beautiful production. Yeah, It, it is something that's so gorgeous aesthetically to look at. It makes you feel like you're watching a somebody in your backyard, but it makes you feel like you're part of it too. Like you're on the hammock watching, you know, uh, Emma Rose sing this gorgeous song, uh, city that she sings. Oh my gosh. And then Arthur Leland, um, Doing you his know, thing. you know, playing the guitar and just, and also hosting. And then you have Daniel Rodriguez, you know, introducing his songs and the, um, uh, the therapist, like it was just such a magical, uh, experience to watch. It's like something you felt like you're proud to be a part of. Yeah. Like you're lucky to have found. Isn't, isn't there gasoline lollipop part of this one? The, well, the singer from, or I'm not sure the singer, somebody from Gasoline Lollipop and then the um, singer from Gypsy Moon. Moon that's yeah. right. Um, Th- that's their next one that, that's, that's coming one out coming up this uh, weekend. February 14th. Um, and yeah, you, what? No, no, uh, oh. I'll, no, 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 you keep going. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll follow up. No, that's, that's it. February 14th. Um, they are going to have their second um, Blue Sky Barn Presents uh, for Valentine's Day. So that's going to be a really exciting live stream that I can't wait till drops. And then we, we talk about it here. The last thing I was going to say about them is just go to, again, go to YouTube and subscribe, follow Blue Sky Barn Presents, and you can see the upcoming, what's coming this weekend we were just talking about. You can go back, watch the other, the Colorado Heart oh, Warming. Rave to the Grave. And then, then the virtual Rave to the Grave stuff is on here. And then it goes back to another thing that's talked about here, Fallen Heroes, the virtual Northwest String mm. Summit. And beyond that is Twang is Dead, the virtual Northwest String Summit. There's a lot to see on here. So go check out their YouTube stuff and subscribe. I just want to mention that Rave to the Grave. It is so powerful. It Yes. It's Arthur has such a way of telling stories and he just seems like an elder is when he like he speaks, he seems like an elder and he is talking about the floods and they're just the videography, the emotion, um, the performances. Um, if you're interested, go where Apple said the Blue Sky Barn presents on YouTube. Um, check out Rave to the Grave. Uh, check out the um, Blue Sky Barn presents. And yeah, make sure you subscribe you to the do. YouTube channel. And then also, if you go to Blue Sky Barn presents, if you Google that, there is a way to donate to Leaf. Yes. And um, that is the main, this this thing is the main fundraising arm for that. So, And do you remember Carolee mentioned that 100% mm-hmm. of the 
proceeds and donations goes directly to into, the community of lions. Yes, to that leaf um, because they're so good at um, helping the community with what they need, and they've got these amazing volunteers. And yeah, so so it, you'll I, see that, that in the rave to the grave yes. video. You'll see this community in action. It's, yeah, man, and you guys are going to have a really good time talking with Arthur with us. Yeah, it is a. We, it was a privilege. Yeah, and I, and I we had like never met. Privilege. And from the minute we got on the phone, it was like talking to my brother I hadn't talked to mm. in three years. Yeah, like he was excited to see us. Yeah. We, we were, were excited to, to see, see him. him. And we got to talk to everybody um, that participated in in like Emma Rose was there, uh, Daniel Rodriguez was there, um, his beautiful wife Carol Lee kept popping in and out. And <laughs> it was like we, we met were his there, dog. Yeah, it we, was like so all over the place, but focused at the same yes, time. It was yes. just, it's just great. He definitely took us on a fun, fantastical, whimsical ride. Yeah, so... Guys, put on your mental seatbelts and uh, open up your hearts. Get ready to uh, hear something and be inspired and be inspired by what community means and what it does. And uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that and let Arthur tell you the rest of the story. So without further ado, here is Arthur Lee Land from Blue Sky Barn Presents. So your question is, who am I? Yeah. yeah. Tell everybody, introduce yourself to the folks. Who do we have on here with that great smile? <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Lee Land. Um, no, um is a part of my name. <laughs> <laughs> like Lord. <laughs> that was actually, that was like a, an oh Lord, but I didn't, I didn't add the rest of it on. You know, pets are so... Uh, we're in the you know the twilight years of our border collie who's been um, saving these uh, not saving but when he goes out on a walk uh, in the area that I'm showing you he always brings back these big sticks we call them stickies. <laughs> so after the flood we ended up um, in and we moved here in 2012. I've been teaching at Planet Bluegrass uh, at song school and and uh, playing at Folks Fest for like tw- like. Since 2002. Oh, shit. 2003. So I have a long history with lions, but we've only lived here since uh, fall of 2012. Next year was the flood. We ended up in the front, you know, in a in an RV for 18 months in the front yard of Sally Truitt, who was the ex, um, ex-wife and ex, you know, uh, Sally Truitt is so much of why Planet Bluegrass is Planet Bluegrass. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Sally. The vibe. The um, which which translates to string summit because I feel like that had a large influence. The way we run festivals and lines has a large influence on on sky sky's viewpoint, you know, worldview on festivals and festivarian experience, which is what I heard you saying. Right. Like your experience, you always felt like you were really taken care of and really uh, like they were thinking about stuff from your point of view. Right. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. It it really. I know that this is like cliche can sound cliche like but it really did feel like coming home it it really did like i I, this is a stupid side note i hadn't taken acid in 25 years i hadn't done any acid in 25 years i felt comfortable enough at string summit to to go into that experience after 25 years of not doing it so that's saying a lot just that it's a safe you know it's a 
Here, here we go. Hold on. You weren't the naked guy running around. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was me. That was totally me, covered in, in uh, glitter. Yeah. Uh, the- if we're going to have all these little quips, we're going to have to have her on at least for five more minutes. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Trust me. She's like, <laughs> I love this. Okay. Wait, I give you, I should give you just a little more of the, of the, of the tour here. So, so here's a boy again, of course. All right. Hello doggy. And in here is obviously the kitchen when I'm doing a little cleaning. She's cleaning all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. Here's where all the the magic goes down for the, um, uh, what do you want to call it? The uh, set design stuff. So this is just the living room. But like a week ago, this place was so packed full of all of those plants. This is Emma Rose. Uh, She lives here too. And she has a, uh, she's a lovely painter. Oh, wow. This is her section here. And uh, it's pretty cool. Anyway, we're, we're, uh, whoops, what happened there? Uh, You're good. We got everything. Yeah, it was good. I just, there you go. I just hit something. Anyway, so uh, it's lovely to, um, uh, it's lovely to have a a space that, um, you know, Carolee is a, is a, I would just call her a curator of space. Wow. That's cool, (laughs) man. That's great, Hey, that's a hell of a title. (laughs) It's very special because it's kind of like we get to play, we get to do our art in a place that feels magical and is magical actually, because that's the intention of it um, to, to do that. And then to invite people into that and into the conversation, because it's uh, the whole way that the, um, that the blue sky barn thing happened. I'm kind of segueing. I mean, it's, it's, do this, it, is, man. this is part of the old, uh, like um, uh, I've learned to reframe ADHD and ADD as the hunter brain wiring, which is a neurological uh, it's a neurological phenomenon. It isn't a disorder. Um, and so uh, from that perspective, uh, being a hunter and most create, a lot of creatives are hunters and, and you know, uh, sports people, entrepreneurs, salespeople, you know, anything that you can get the, hunt, bam. And yeah. then get the and you're not planting a seed and waiting like, there's no way <laughs> whatever the hunt is it's like it's now yeah man so um anyway that concept i'm saying that we may weave in this we're all, hey man i we're on the ride with you yeah so let's go we're weaving this tapestry together <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh uh yes yes and everyone knows <laughs> knows, the, uh, knows the uh the journey so um uh, Blue Sky Barn came out of in I was on the road with Daniel Rodriguez in the fall, <clears throat> uh, opening up for the Honey Drops in the fall of 2019. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the 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 road is brutal at a certain level. Like if you're not on a freaking tour bus, it's brutal. Just face it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking brutal. Grind. So <laughs> just, you know, whatever. It's only my opinion, but I'm just saying. Um, so. That moves into uh, uh, and the joy. I mean, you do it for the community and the, and the two hours of magic. So, I mean, it's um, it's all worth it. I'm not complaining about it, or else we wouldn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But my point is that 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 intensity turned into uh, a prostate cancer diagnosis in January. Whoa. Uh, and I would tell I told people I'm like, yeah, I was coming back from a. a, a 
taxi tour in Alaska and caught it off the toilet seat at the DIA. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Who knew? Who knew that it was, you know, that easy? Right. Well, that's See, why they have those gaskets in the bathroom. That's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> How about the transformable, transformative changing stations? Yeah, no, well, that's, that's where you change. You come out a completely different person changed. after you touch that thing. Clearly my life changed after that. Yeah. So, wow. Um, so wait, yeah. this is so January I, of 2020? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. So this is like, you know, PSAs were off the charts. And uh, so finally, I, you know, finally I scheduled a, uh, a biopsy, uh, right? Uh, I think that's what it's called. So anyway, that's all the only way you can really tell. The all the other stuff is very 70% accurate, whatever. There's a lot of loosey goosey uh, in our um, level of that stuff, but I don't want to go down that road. My point was, is that I, I, um, that happened and it changed kind of my perspective in the sense of, um, it was kind of like my great pause of 2020 started in January versus March 15th or whatever, you know? Um, so that was surrender, uh, um, surrender and, and surrender to the mother too. That was a big piece of it. Like just to approach it from, I wish you'd surrender to this mother. (laughs) (laughs) That was the message, Arthur, you didn't get it. (laughs) I I get it over and over. I have a feeling he's heard that message. All I can say is it is a serious dance. It's a serious dance where here you go. This is, this is how it really is. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it makes a Taurus. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're somewhere along the field the whole time, you know? And so it's uh, it's always moving. It's never static. And right. so here we are in the dance and in the dance uh, with life and death too, right? Right. So, and so that kind of comes down to, to um, for me, it was like, okay, well, so then, then what, you know, I can't do it the same way I've been doing it. So I have to completely surrender and stop trying to do all the things that I was doing in the way that I was doing. It's not that I'm not playing music, but it's the thing of how you approach it for me. And so I had to just completely surrender. And then um, uh, we found out like two days or later or something that we had to move from our house uh, that that we'd been in for like since the flood. So this is this is. This is January 19th. So, um, uh, no, I should say since 2015. Um, but long story short, uh, it was like a lot of shit going down at once prior, prior <laughs> to COVID. Right. Prior oh, wow. to COVID. Got so, it. And that was, the, that was the, that was the game. It was kind of like everything that happened in COVID. I just had that happen. <laughs> like, You're like, I just did this and now we got to do it again. So we just followed suit with you, basically. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yes, going in and doing like uh, at that point when literally it's um, uh, it's I'm coming back from tour in Alaska. I was playing with Kyle Hollingsworth and uh, and we and then I did a, a, I stayed a week extra and did a bunch of solo shows, solo acoustic shows and did some mentoring with some uh, uh, teenagers up there that are super awesome kids and um and brothers and so one plays bass and one plays uh guitar and uh so anyway that i came back on march 11th oh my gosh 
but nobody's wearing, you know, nobody's wow. wearing masks or whatever. And I was in, I was in my serious alternative cancer treatment mode during that time period. It was a mass. And so I never even got COVID. My wife got COVID. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we didn't test, but right. this was back in, you know, this is in, this is in February, end of February, super, super sick, all the symptoms. I, uh, uh, I'm helping her out. This is like two days before I'm leaving for this tour. And, uh, and I'm, I'm on the super high, uh, you know, immune system boosting thing and everything else. And, and so I kind of started getting sick and then I just cranked on the reishi mushrooms and the beta glucan or whatever. And, I didn't get sick. I got, you know, it's like a little sniffle, a little like you feel like you're coming down with it. Right. And boom. So then uh, when we got back, uh, we're rehearsing and we hear Ned Fest is closed. We were going to do, uh, we were doing Twang is Dead at Ned Fest with um, special guests. So this is my trio doing our arrangements of Grateful Dead tunes that are kind of completely not like they do them. And, uh, um, and then uh, it was Bill McKay and, Ross James were our special guests. So it's kind of like they come in and interpret our, you know, they live in our arrangements of these tunes. And since they know the catalog and are great players, they can just kind of come in and just do the gig. And it's right. really fun. So um, so that was a headliner thing. We had another gig that weekend and then boom, all that's gone. That weekend we're at rehearsal on Thursday and the other gig gets canceled. And so our drummer, Will Trask, who says, um, let's, uh, let's just play anyway. And I'm like, well, if we're going to play, we should stream it. Cause I've already, I already had the streaming stuff set up. Cause I was already like thinking that I needed to do that anyway. <laughs> so I had all that. And I was like, they already had a GoFundMe together for, uh, for us, from our, um, from some of our really good friends in the community here. And then a, 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 um, a benefit concert at Planet Bluegrass in the wildflower for us on March 29th. So all that wow. stuff was in play. And then I'm like, oh shit, like, okay, yeah, let's stream. And then, oh, if we're going to stream, I got to tell them about the cancer. If I tell them about the cancer, I got to put the GoFundMe in there. This is Friday. This is Friday. Oh. <laughs> this is Friday. All this, you know, saying that. And then the next day, doing it. And then it just, it was awesome. So that just opened us up. I did it twice. And it was amazing. It got us through the whole period really coming up through string summit really and so we're in that place where we need to move trying to find a place in lines is not easy and so uh you know you have to uh it's just like if you're supposed to be here you'll be here right if you're not it's not gonna happen it's a vortex <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh, so surrender i had to surrender and what happened uh sky says to me hey guy over there and you know a mile away in lions there who's um anyway he's, he's east coast but he's not new york right <laughs> he's he says uh hey um if you need a place to uh because we were saying maybe we need to you know get up uh a rv or something just to hold us over until for the summer and do that because we did that after the flood so i kind of lined one up and sky's like hey if you want to uh stay on our land and use our barn to rehearse, go for it. Oh, and I was like, yeah. awesome. And actually I should say before that, really the question I had to ask myself out of the cancer thing and then out of COVID is like, actually I really had to ask it right after we figured out we needed to move and then just to have a backup plan. It's kind of like, who is your tribe? Who are you, like, if you're like, if you have to, 
like if you have to go one place and stay with and stay with in a vortex of somebody else's energy who would that be that's a big question that i had to answer and then it was like sky and test but boom it was it was an obvious wow. you know you know something arthur that <laughs> what you just said is really profound man it, melanie and i were having a conversation last night in the car about that very thing and having a plan and and who would you want to be around and and where would you want to be and uh that's that seems to be a theme that's happening right now. Yeah, like you were saying, all these things happened that shit storm to you happened all at once, but it was because it was brewing, period. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just a personal thing to you, although it's personal to everyone, you know, and then it's also as a, a wave of the people, it's also happening to everyone. So there's a personal aspect, there's a group it's, aspect. It's macrocosm, microcosm being yes. played out like right in front of yes, you. Yes, there crazy. you go. Crazy. That's nuts. (laughs) Wow. I wish everyone, well, you can, whoever's watching on Zoom, yes, but this is fantastic. So, so good. So, please continue. I don't want to derail you. Please continue. I'm enjoying this. This this is the way the conversation should be because that is what what we're doing at the the bar. And this whole conversation of, of, you know, in a sense, it's like, how do how do we get here? Mm. Right. Really? How do we get here? (laughs) And then, you know, what's like my thing I had to surrender to is what's mine to do next? Like what's next? What's mine to do next? That's authentically mine to do. Mm. That was the key. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't like do all this, like planning to, to, uh, uh, I just, I'm too much of a hunter. I'm too all the place. It'd be like, I just needed a farm. You need a farmer assistant is what you actually need yeah. when you're at that level where you can have somebody supporting you doing what you're doing. That's kind of for far, for hunters. It's like hunters can start the company, but don't have them run the company because the bills won't get paid. They'll be too busy. Like we got to do this other thing. It's going to be amazing. You know, like, Ooh, we got to finish what we started. Yes. Oh shit. We started something. And, you know, Arthur in that tribe, that's what's amazing is that those people end up finding themselves into that tribe. They kind of rise above, you know, like when you're making ghee, the fat, you know, goes up to the top. Like they, you kind of create your own, um, like identity within the group without really trying. Based on your skill set. Yes. That's an amazing, that right there is kind of an amazing thing that. For me, it took a second Saturn return uh, to <laughs> to really kind of uh, drill that one in. Um, but that so I just turned so I was born in '60, so I just turned '60 in September. Um, and so that Saturn return is you know '56, '58. You know the 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 long side mm-hmm. of it. I, I literally, I think I just '58. Yeah, '58. So and I just got out of mine but it went back into uh, you know in the retrograde and now it just finally left the side so i'm finally out of my second one but the rest of my band are in their first ones but my point in saying that is that the the surrender to the surrender to what's mine to do turned into every skill set that i've developed over this lifetime using on this project and it's so freaking cool ah that's an, see that what you're saying right there. I was reading something about that exact thing where you, all of your talents, all of your interests, 
everything that you thought maybe that didn't even make sense together, whatever you're supposed to be doing, it's going to include them all in some way, shape or form, whether you're using every single skill at once or throughout the period of whatever you're creating, that is how it's going to be. Well, you know, the thing about blue sky barn and and what it's doing, I think it's what's different about it than just another stream is that it's not only music happening, it's conversation happening and it's also supporting the artists that are not able to do what they normally do right now. So it's this like all encompassing thing to like give us some therapy because we're all fucking losing our shit. We, you know, I'm used to going a thousand miles an hour and now my car doesn't run anymore. It's creating itself and sustaining itself, which is one of the most beautiful things you know, if you can create something that's giving energy and not requiring too much energy, we've hit the freaking jackpot. And that's what I felt like when I saw this beautiful production that you are all creating is like, wow, like with what Aaron just said, we're getting nurtured through that, um, the honesty of the music and the desire to play pure stuff and then the creation and the collaboration and that's just what we the medicine we need right now we've been all all of us have been missing it man it's huge i mean and that's the the it came out of that healing space like it came out of uh what's the like what's the purpose of music in the first place right and like is it to sell somebody's beer you know no. what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> think about it, dude. Like, that's basically on the fundamental level of club bands, okay? Which everyone, pretty much. I mean, I guess this this age, you know, the the, the millennials and the, and the the next generations really probably didn't have to do that because they could just do that social media yeah. from their bedroom and then blow up mm-hmm. and then just go on tour. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but my point is, most people have to go through the club situation which is where you get your chops honed and you learn how to freaking deal with people and deal with all sorts of stuff um and basic you know basic music business but that fundamental basic music business is selling beer wow i never thought of it like that wow that's that's all it is dude that's i mean I, we know what you mean. You I don't know have what you're saying. Explain. You don't There's, have to explain. I yeah. got you. It's not all it is. It's a, of you course. Know, it's, it's everything in there. It's that whole thing. But it, it's just a very powerful piece that sometimes we forget because we're just so. Oh, into yeah. Two drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. We're from Vegas, you know, where it's about shows and performing. And okay, here you spend the $25 on the ticket, but it's a still a two drink minimum. You're going to, they want you in there. They want you buzz. They want you, you know, in that environment. And the and house so, makes their money. Yes, the house yeah. is making their money with amazing talent and now you're the house creating the talent and creating this space it's, for us it's a it's a like a an infrastructure almost it is it's the total vortex but i was going to say on that yeah. last question hashtag pretzels <laughs> yeah no shit right <laughs> free pretzels free pretzels three drink minimum free pretzels. <laughs> okay. okay gotta have gonna something gonna stay down. thirsty <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. So, 
anyway, the, yes, the, the vortex of it is is interesting. And part of my cancer uh, um, alternative epiphanies uh, or alternative healing epiphanies mm-hmm. was this idea that um, this, and this is a, uh, it's pretty basic, but it's easy to forget that we're, we are, we are the earth. Like we're not, we're not, not the earth. And that being said, uh, um, I'm connected to where I am here, where I live, where I'm, you know, there's like a reason I'm here. And, uh, and that connection to, to honor the sacrifice and the, um, and acknowledge it, the sacrifice of those and the pain and suffering of those who came before us to, you know, to be here now relatively free, right? We're relatively free. We can choose between Shell and, um, <laughs> you know, Ex- uh, Exxon, right? right. Uh, to fill up our car on fossil fuels. Like, that's not, you know. Relative. Still, yeah, relative freedom. <laughs> <laughs> with you man oh wait can i fill it full of free energy no <laughs> absolutely uh, not don't even say that take that toroidal field out yeah. of my gas tank. i think we just got deplatformed <laughs> <laughs> even with a private conversation <laughs> not, even, not even airing yet it'll be like you have my full permission as my team does edit me down (laughs) no way man Um, wow wow that just got even more real than what we were talking (laughs) relative freedom come on arthur like it's so hard to have these great conversations that are springing up through this trauma because we cannot be connected we exactly. need to talk about this stuff and like raise a few eyebrows and and put the little chicken skin on our on our arms and to make these I don't connections. Want to put chicken skin. Well, on you my know, arm. you That's get those gross. like the chills, you know, Uh-oh. and like those those kind of that kind of um, conversation that makes you feel like you're in a meditation or that makes you feel like you heard that song that gave you the goosebumps or like these kinds of things that bring creativity forward, you know, or you know. Psst, spark new ideas. They're not happening and it feels stuck and it feels stagnant in some places. Well, I, I don't, I don't agree that it's not happening. We're not seeing it happen the same way that we were seeing it happen because we're not out mingling and, and being exposed to other people the way that we were. That creativity and that creation is still happening, but it's happening inside of, of smaller spaces like people's houses and, a barn and this studio and, and the only way that we're able to see it is through a screen right now. That's, that's our venue. This, you know, that's, that's also this, the, the revelation about doing what's next and then to striving up and then sky. It's like, so what do I need to do? I need to, I need to, to uh, provide a place for me, like if I'm looking what for me, mm-hmm. it was like to provide a place for musical conversation and and the other conversation. Anybody that knows me, that's going to happen anyway. So it's like <laughs> it's like if we can create the vortex for that, this other thing is going to be a natural thing. So 
when and then sky is a net like his gig is what he does he's a promoter but he's a space creator like he's not just a he's a promoter by by uh by de facto okay he's a he's a uh, in my opinion he is a space holder and a and a nurturer and a and a and a providing this community element for community to come together for a deeper uh, a deeper peak experience of life and community <sighs> and music uh in in real time here so the food and the and the space and the uh just everything that that has to happen for a festival like string summit to happen mm-hmm. somebody is the champion of that and that is the scott sky's gig it's really freaking it's amazing who he is is in alignment and he's such a pro on that level and then everyone else on our team is kind of that same way like everyone is hardcore a hundred percent in giving their gifts as artists. Like each guy on the team is an artist in what they do. Video piece, audio piece, um, the set design piece, Sky's piece, the, all of our, all the musicians piece, bringing in an artist into uh, a way for me, my intention was to create a peak experience for it. Like I'm as, as a songwriter, I know what my peak experience gigs was. And that's why I was kind of going back. I never really got to that point earlier of like, we talked about playing you're there to sell beer well the question then was like why why are we here and how do we want that experience playing music to be like we don't have to be holding to now you know downbeats at eight o'clock you're freaking boom this has to happen and then a uh you know you're done at the end of the night boom blow it out go on get on the bus and then also you're in smelly whatever backstage room you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So here you are, or here we are, going. What do we want to create with that? What kind of an experience? Yeah. Do we want to be in, and um, and and also have the conversation around the sh- the shadow piece because that is the convers shadow work seems to be the conversation of. <sighs> 2020. <laughs> you know, it's it's an opportunity. You know, I didn't think of that before, but like this provides an opportunity for musicians to create from a completely different place than and perform from a completely different place. And I'm not talking physical. I'm saying like you're rested, you're well fed, you're if you're taking care of yourself, you're not hurried, you're not rushed, you're inspired from the moment instead of like i just woke up from a six-hour drive i slept in the car with my neck crinked against the the window and now i gotta load in and i gotta plug my shit in and like you said downbeat at eight o'clock and back on the road by two and i you know ate like shit all that it's completely different now (laughs) so so what have you personally noticed from you know curating that experience i gotta take care of my prostate i'll be right oh, back he's gotta, I, gotta pee. <laughs> I think you want to take care of your bladder yeah yeah prostate <laughs> in a roundabout way yeah. uh, he does yeah, things well, differently yeah, he's yeah, strange prostate creates semen oh. <laughs> and so that's so, what he's going but, to do <laughs> but it does also push on the bladder and the around the uh the tube it makes well, it harder to pee judge, the urethra <laughs> you won't judge all right good 
<laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is the interlude. Yeah. We, we were getting a little bit too hot, right? We had to cool down. <laughs> yeah, Aaron had to go take care of some business. We'll hear him in a minute. He'll be like, oh, oh, and then he'll be back. Oh, oh. My. It's like the advice that uh, Ben Stiller gets in something about Mary. Just take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if he comes out with a certain kind of hair, we're going to know what's going on. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, we, got, we got to watch, you know, we lived in, in Fairfield, Iowa for five years before coming to coming here. We were in Boulder before that, then Fairfield, Iowa. Fairfield, Iowa is the home of the Transcendental Meditation Movement. Oh. And we lived there. We, we never were, we were like in our own, another whole, uh, another whole benign cult, but I'm not going there right now. Okay. But for a long time. Um, and, uh, um, anybody that's from that and heard me say that, probably wouldn't like that I said that, but that's too bad. This is my experience. That's all right. <laughs> and uh, my point was being there. Uh, one of the great things was uh, they have a lot like Donovan uh, is a big meditator. He was with the Beatles and like in India with Maharishi. And then David Lynch is a you know big, big uh, in that organization. So they do really cool stuff there. And uh, we got to watch just like, I don't know, uh, maybe four years ago, three years ago. We got to watch a screening of something about Mary with uh, the, dude, the 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 one of the brothers who write writes that and the Fairley brothers. Who are they? The Fairley brothers. Yes, exactly. And uh, uh, and so we got to hang with him, and and then he gives oh. you know the talk about it. We get to ask him questions and hang out. And I asked him about. I, I, uh, for some reason, we got into the Larry David conversation. He's like, I share office space with Larry David, and oh, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, so curve my, you know, curve your enthusiasm, favorite show, one of them. And I'm like, so is he really that much of a dick? <laughs> like, you know, because you, you have to augment all of the parts of the personality to make those characters really good for right. TV. And so I'm like, like, is that really him in real life? And he goes, dude, he's like, he's so cool. He's basically said that every part of that character except that part. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Let me play the person I'm absolutely not. Yeah. Well, that's the, that, yeah, that's the actor in him. <laughs> he's all of, he's all of those things except for the dick. Like he's not, that he's not a, he's not that edge. He's funny as fuck, but not that edge. That's what, that's what I, what I got out of the conversation. I thought it was really, really cool. Cause I just love Larry David. Oh, yeah. same here. He's yeah. amazing. That's Apple's. Well, God, right before everything. Aaron had to empty his bladder, I was asking you what, kind of things have you noticed from creating that space that Aaron was just talking about like with without the hurry without the shitty sleep without all of that what's coming out of it well we all pee before we go to play <laughs> I, well, the space is emptied <laughs> yeah you don't leave stage to empty Look, your bladder I drank a gallon of water for this thing <laughs> <laughs> um What's the question? <laughs> there are no questions, just answers. Just, answers yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just solutions. Yeah, that's solutions, right. right. John Lennon. <laughs> so, what I'm curious about is just what was coming out of of what you guys are doing I, personally yeah, yeah, yeah. and for the musicians around you. Yeah, that's a so that goes back to the whole peak experience intention, right? Uh, so, which actually. Um, I don't think I made that tie at the early. That's why I wanted to show you lions because lions, what's been going on in the, uh, on this land for eons is this uh, gathering place, this beautiful gathering place of, of, of the tribes. And they would come uh, 
This was like where they would winter. This was very, this was uh, not the place where they fought the wars, the place where they planned, you know, but the place that they came together and, uh, and also played music and, and competed and, and, and ate and did all the community things that you would do at a festival, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the, the community gathering piece is a big deal. And that's something that humans have been doing probably forever. And I'm no anthropologist, but um, I'm pretty sure that's been going on here for a long time in this what? vortex. The wrong and actually, <laughs> Carol, Carol Lee, I'm I will an say. Anthropologist. I'm so shocked. <laughs> oh, you got to trade him in. <laughs> so I would say that Carol Lee is probably uh, very, very responsible for my understanding of the land in a way that she has an intuitive uh um the way that she experiences life and that connection is is a little more visceral just maybe that's way one way to say it just a little bit empathic (laughs) so that being said the uh this this place has always been about peak experience so for planet bluegrass to have this amazing place there is of course that land would be used for that in a way that's sustainable in a way that's that is uh that is just you know uh as conscious as possible you know it's a it's a it's always a dance but the, it's a beautiful experience um and that has infiltrated i feel like all of us i feel that's infiltrated string summit i feel like the energy of this land it's just like the same thing like uh, rick hall in um the uh uh what was the uh, documentary on muscle shoals remember how they talked about the river did you ever watch that documentary? No. no. Muscle oh, Shoals? You, you gotta watch it. It's called Muscle Shoals. Okay. Dude, that, that's a that's a mandatory okay. documentary. And it's about Rick Hall, who produced, you know, Aretha and and all just the the the, the Muscle Shoals line of music and RB that's come out of there is just phenomenal. So um, but they but what they talked about, which is why I want to which I'm bringing that up, is the river. They it was like this the, the muses of the river, it songs came it was part of it was the singing river it was a part of that thing and it's the same thing here man it's a it's a powerful that piece of 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 our ecosystem the river and the water and the flowing you know different than a lake and you know mm-hmm. it's a powerful 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 piece for the creativity process of humans i feel there's some archetypal thing there well if you think know, about what water symbolizes and in esoteric traditions and the occult and all that it it's the movement of emotion and spirit and that's the movement of creativity and cleansing so that like it stands to reason the difference between a lake which is like a standing body of water and something that's in motion and flowing it makes sense totally yeah take me to the river yeah Yeah, well (laughs) We did a, uh, I, I, Carolee and I had gotten commissioned to write a song, uh, Four Lions, by a, a, a community leader who is also a crushing real estate agent, which is why we got hired to do it ultimately. But uh, it's also to kind of, uh, to me, it was a thing of um, to write a song about lions and to have that be um, like something that was, uh, you know, a 20 year relationship that you, that you like Carol as a, as the lyricist. So Carol Lee and I write songs together, um, and writing that song was a real process of of um, 
we would go and walk our dog uh, down where he'd get the stickies and stuff. And we'd end up at this place where they had two, two, the two rivers would come together in the confluence. They came down the mountain and then into town. And then they come together at this certain point. It's a, uh, they, they call it the confluence, right? but it's the meeting of the two rivers. And so we, I would, we, I basically walked our dog there like every day and just go, we just, that's the path. We go around, boom, all the way down to that point and, and just hang. And then, you know, come back around. And it was always uh, a super, super powerful experience from that level, but on a metaphorical level, on a spiritual level, on an energetic level, on an earth level. Um, but also on a creativity level, it was kind of like, yeah, that's a symbol for the so- for the, for the town. Oh, like wow. we're literally, you know, and the Corona Hill is literally the T that comes up and you go like that. And, and the, it's the river that makes that and then goes up. So it's 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 an amazing piece, uh, just on that level. So the peak experience piece is probably it. Like I said, it's woven into to everything that we're doing. Everything that I feel like my experience. Like when you talked about coming home at String Summit, mm-hmm. when I came the first year to Planet Bluegrass, I came like uh, uh, my cousin. It was is a is a big songwriter in Nashville. He wrote um, he's uh, he's on actually he's the bass player for Nitty Gritty Dirt Band now. But oh, he wrote okay. The, he wrote their biggest hit, uh, you and me going fishing in the dark, lying on our backs, just watching the stars where the cool grass grows. That tune was like a huge hit. So he wrote that uh, with a couple other people. But my point in, in, in that is that he took my brother to, to Kerrville Volks Festival, like May of 2002. My brother And they have amazing time. My brother calls me, he's 10 years older than me. And he's like, I just went to this Folks Festival. Uh, <laughs> It's really cool. Like it's, you know, people camp out da, 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 they, and I'm like, uh, really? I mean, I, 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 the songwriter thing was as a festival was an interesting thing. I knew about jam band festivals, but it was like, this is a different thing. So I was like, um, I searched the internet and I found that Rocky Mountain Folks Festival in Lyons, Colorado, and they do a song school for four days before it. And I'm like, holy cow, I have this weekend off, usually, you know, seven nights a week in Chicago and a bunch of different bands. Boom, boom, boom. We come out and then it was like, literally, like you said, meeting the tribe, home, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And I ended up just hanging with every, that it was like, it was, it was the home piece, the connection with all the staff and, and my, and my peers. And then Sean Colvin cancels on Sunday, uh, the headliner. So I'm walking out the gate. And I hear Sally Truitt, who was the who was at that time still married to Craig and 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 running the festival. She's like, Sean Colvin just canceled. Um, uh, we're putting Amy Mann in f- at five o'clock, and Steve Seskin's going on in fifteen minutes. And I'm like, I'd been playing with Seskin all week. He's like a Nashville amazing songwriter with tons of hits for Garth Brooks and all these different people. Right. I'm like. If he's going, I'm on that gig. So I grab my stuff and he's in his hotel room. They're like, can you do a 75 in 15 minutes in front of 5,000 people? And <laughs> sure. And so we just like, boom. And he's like, Arthur, I'm like, I'm here. Let's go. Boom. And so we're on stage in front of 5,000 people. And I know maybe one or two of the songs we jammed through the week, few of them, but um, it was amazing. So that brought me here. That was my peak experience, home to the tribe. Boom. Then you know, teaching every year and being in that, you know, not the bluegrass world, the, the folks fest world. That was right, kind of my right, right. world. And, and then we moved here. And so for this all to happen uh, after the cancer thing, and then to be able to bring in, so I'm giving you context of what my mentality around song school 
and Folks Fest, which is a songwriters festival, even though it's, it's like you take Telluride Bluegrass Festival and you go bluegrass, everything else, mm-hmm. the everything else is Folks Fest. Okay. Cool. Wow. Dig what I'm, dig what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. 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 Really cool. Really cool. And uh, so that being said, uh, we got to, um, uh, I come from that mentality. So to create a peak experience for songwriters to have, like you said, all those things that you said. And then the one other thing I wanted to add was to be heard. Like, because mm. so to, to be listened to and heard mm. in a different context where the lyrics are actually feeding the conversation that you're finding out, you know, why the song was written and something about that song that pertains to the conversation yes. that we're talking about that asks, that also pertains to a larger mental health conversation, a healing conversation, and a conversation about talking about what's really going on versus dancing around it. Yes, right. like pushing that that um, conversation forward instead of just showing it and then that's the end of it. Because that's what I feel like sometimes at those um, two drink minimum concerts, we get it stirring and then what? And then we split then what, what, what did I, what happened when during that powerful song and I, I have all these emotions now that I need to talk about and get out, but we're done. Go home, pack up and, you know, go to sleep, pass out in the car, whatever you're going to do. And watching you guys talk about the lyrics and what brought you there in the space brings brought me there in in these places that I'm not a musician but whatever you know likeness I can bring to it I want I want some coffee too I'm kidding (laughs) no but you know what I mean like just you're you're furthering the conversation is my point which is so fantastic because you're already bringing up the context for the conversation and now you're furthering it well I, I think another thing that we haven't even brought up about this is that the look of it is different than any other, like, I hate to even use the word stream. This is like almost watching a live documentary, right? Yeah. Unfold before your eyes. It's, did, you guys, so did you guys see, uh, let me get context too. Yeah. So you saw, you saw the Daniel Emma Colorado hearth. That's the one right. I saw. Yeah. Yes. So you didn't see anything. Uh, you didn't see anything of the rave to the grave. Piece, no, did you? no. Okay. So this is very interesting that you bring that up because, um, uh, uh, well, actually, before I actually before I bring that up, uh, let's talk about the space though, because Carol. Yes. Here. Yeah. And Carol, that is, that is a process that is that is. Um, uh, uh, I mean, I don't want to talk about it because you because that's well, your. What are we talking about today? Well, because they're acknowledging. So go ahead. And well, say, say okay. That. Well, we were just talking about not only are they providing this fantastic musical conversation, but Aaron brought up. The look. the look of the space that adds a whole other dimension to what you and it, it the music. Didn't, it didn't feel like I was watching a stream. It it felt like I was watching a live documentary. Cool. Yeah. Um. So I have never done. I I've had the fortunate. Uh, um. I have a fortunate mentor who is Kaylee Sue, who has done all the plant through rest and all the Telluride stages for 25 years from her yard here in Lyons. She like does 17 backstages for Telluride and the stage itself in her backyard here and like sends it all down to Telluride. Got it. So wow. I've gotten to work with her in the past few years. And then I just gotten 
the gig with her plant through grass and then COVID happened. So oh, they wow. did. I mean, I'm not, I'm probably not coming back that, but whatever. But, 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 they, but you did do the, the solstice, the, the solstice, no, yeah. the solstice oh, yeah, ceremony that you did. So planet bluegrass has a, every solstice, they have a, a, a winter solstice. They have a, a, basically a thank you, a family gathering, you know, it's every pavilion that's really cool on there yeah. where we do stuff. Anyway, so you I, did that. Yeah. With Kaylee Sue, I just like, was... right. And it's like the whole thing is about creating magic, right? Like yes. people walk in somewhere and go, oh my goodness, this is magic. Yes. And it's like, it's, like Kaylee always says, like magic is a whole lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone gets to walk into the Telly Right place and walk through the bushes and go, oh my God, what's that? That's so cool. There's, you know, a Cheshire cat with a Bob Dylan quote come out of his face, you know, I mean, you're like, what's going on here? Um, right. Yeah. It's like she, so I just have to mention her because she's so awesome. So I just have been doing this for the first time by myself and it's been super fun. Every single thing in there is upcycled. Whoa. Yeah. Nothing new in there. I think you, wow. you just said the key though. You're having fun. And that's oh, why yeah. it looks the way it does is because yeah. you're having a good time. I have a vision. It's just going to take a little while to get there because it's going to be a full on fairy forest. Wow. I'm down with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and that is inspired ever since I went to Oregon Country, Country Fair. Country Fair. Yeah, there it is right there. Yeah. <laughs> a place of prominence. Oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, the magic there was just, I was just, I was in heaven. Heaven, heaven, heaven with aesthetics. Another magical, like that land yeah. is sacred. Oh, my God. Yep. oh it's so great. Absolutely. That was awesome. 50 I years. A lot of the people who That's started key. it, like from the 60s. Yeah. It was amazing. It was my only time there. That place is deep, deep. Yeah. I mean, you think about just the, like, the energetic field of 50 years of people having psychedelic experience on a land, a plot of land. That's going to do something to the vibration of that place over time. I'm going to switch it around on you and tell you that that land holds that energy that lets us go there and do that. Oh shit. Okay. That land is sacred <laughs> and was sacred to the natives there for, I guess thousands of years. Cause I heard the stories of that. That was the, I don't know the full history cause I forget it, but I asked around when I was there, when I got to be backstage and find the people who've been doing it for 50 years and there is a lot involved in that. And that land is holding the space for us, just like Lions is holding the space for us <laughs> to right do now. what we're doing here because that energy and stuff is already Hola. in the land. And we are compelled to celebrate and be be magical on it. So that it's like calling its kids home, energy. calling the children yeah, home. Exactly. Yeah. It's already there and we get to participate. I got you. I got you. Awesome. So this is uh, here. Come on, come on, come on, come say hi. I love cool. it. Daniel Rodriguez. Oh, oh hey. what's up, Daniel? Daniel? How you doing? I'm Aaron. Doing this no. no simple role podcast. Oh, cool. How you doing, man? Talking about the Blue Sky Barn. Nice. And lions. Sorry to interrupt, Carol. Is that? Yeah. See, we were just there, so they were commenting. Carol on, just did a mic drop. Uh, yeah, she did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She did a mic drop, and she was talking about they were they were acknowledging how lovely the set was for your show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, oh, Carol. Yeah. And um, so, but uh, this, we were just, the question there here, for a sec. Do you have just like a couple of minutes, whatever. Uh, you know, no, <laughs> no guilt involved here. No, no. no. <laughs> how, how could you just walk away? 
Um, but um, you were asking about, so they were asking this question about what the, what the uh, experience was for mm -hmm. our end from the artists. And I was saying that part of my thing was to create a peak experience for you guys as artists to come in and, and create your art in an environment that's going to have that be interpreted by, you know, the house band, which is a new interpretation. Although for Daniel, it's really not because most of these guys are in his band. So we have, <laughs> we have like a, a relationship, which is why, the, their show is the a maiden voyage in a sense right okay but how was the experience for you um uh in light of that like as a as somewhat of a peak experience was that that well i think it was um it was it was peak in the sense that it was intention based we you know it wasn't like well first of all we hadn't played a, a club since january because of this pandemic right um, and to not really have even interacted with people for a long time and then feeling safe going into this scenario, it was kind of like walking out of the forest. Um, and, and then just to have everything sort of starting out the experience with ceremonies and in the middle of it, having a little check-in ceremony, it just felt super intention-based, which um, just helps you sink into like your purpose more and, the purpose of why we were there which ultimately i don't know i don't know if we fully understand why we we're there but yeah it's just super magical and trying to use words to ex to express it sometimes falls short <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like, i got you man i'm with you that that says it all right there <laughs> you know those cards arthur that you can kind of like do that with we need one with your hand doing this kind of <laughs> magic eye card no yeah well I have to get my TikTok game together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, well, the other thing that I was saying too is that for you guys, Daniel, it's it's different now because there's not the rush and the crush of the grind of moving day to day from club to club, being on the road, doing your thing. You're coming from a different place inside in that you're more rested and put together than trying to run around doing everything that you do. So then also having a space that's intentional to create the music from, and you're in a different place, headspace, something magical is going to come out of that. I, I would think, I mean, just out of de facto, because we've set it up that way, you've set it up so that the magic can happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfectly. And, and that's what has happened. Yeah. So what's the future of, of the Blue Barn? Blue Sky we did, well, Barn. We Sky just barn. Did the Blue Sky Barn. The, um, and of course, you have to spell S-K-Y-E. Right. Oh, that's Got right. It. The E. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we won't forget um, the E. <laughs> the, uh, well, we, so we just got finished filming our second episode that's going to be airing on Valentine's Day, which is why Emily reached out. Yeah. Right. Emily's, Emily's on the team now, which we love because she goes – I met her, uh, Carolee, and I met Emily Ginsburg at our first um, string summit and uh, backstage at the Cascadia of the Late Night Fruition. I, I probably was, well, was I there? Well, yeah. <laughs> remember, you weren't really there. No. Uh, so, um, um, uh, my my point is that the the um, uh, the connection here and how the tribe has been expanding is is amazing. And so we just uh, filmed the. Uh, current uh, Valentine's Day celebration uh, with Clay Rose from Gasoline Lollipops and uh, Mackenzie Page from Gypsy Moon. 
who is uh, a lovely, do you guys, are you guys hip to Gypsy Moon? Do you remember Yes, them? yes. She's yeah. got an amazing voice there. Yes. Yeah. She's a, she's lovely. So lovely. And then Emma Rose has, uh, is back in as, uh, as a co-host, I guess. You're, yeah. Daniel, thanks for your time. Take it easy, Good to Daniel. see you, Daniel. <laughs> it's good to meet you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, perfect. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's um, the whole story interweaves. It's really, it's a really lovely piece. So, um, uh, so Clay and Mackenzie, and then Emma is co-hosting and also playing upright bass and singing harmony. So she's kind of in the house band too. Oh. Uh, we go from some songs with upright bass to to Zach, my my uh, guy that's been playing with the Arthur Leland Trio for. Uh, you know, since in its inception in 16. So um, uh, it's a great, it's a great uh, band, very, very cultivated. And Darren Garvey is on this next one from Elephant Revival. He's, he was on our, uh, on some of the other um, productions, but for the last one, his wife works at the hospital, couldn't be there. So to have him on percussion and drums, he played on the Mackenzie Page record. So uh, this one is just the one we, we just filmed is really special. Um, we're super excited about with Daniel and Emma, we'd already kind of been this, this is like, because we're in his band and because we're part of this community and our, our, uh, the, the vortex is already kind of, we're already in this conversation deep and we've been in it like touring. And so it's like a vortex of our energy already moving into, uh, creating a, a, a a vortex and a context around winter solstice. So this is how, this is why I didn't, I didn't get to what I wanted to kind of set up. When you ask what's next for blue sky barn, it's important for you guys to understand how it got there because philanthropic part about this is that I've been doing. So, you know, we had the flood in 2013 and uh, we, um, we started doing um, these, uh, the owner of Planet Bluegrass kind of basically subsidized these these dance parties uh, at this little hundred year old hotel. At that time, it was called Ferguson because it's Craig Ferguson who is the uh, the landowner at Planet Bluegrass and and the main stakeholder at Planet Bluegrass. Um, uh, he is uh, you know a member of the community and just an amazing guy. And he owns a lot of real estate. That happens to be one of them. The hotel that we that that housed the teachers at, at uh, song school and the bluegrass mm. instructors uh, from, uh, you know, Sam Bush and, and Sutton and all those guys oh, wow. uh, when they're doing um, uh, Rocky Grass Academy because they have a, a school before that. So um, after the flood, uh, we started doing these parties and um, those became these like healing ritual dance parties, literally, uh, uh, I don't know if you've if you've seen Kyle Hollingsworth band, but Brian McRae is the drummer with that band and he uses loops and he has a side project called Gogo Lab that creates like improvisational jam dance music, but it's it's he drops a lot of loops. So it has this whole EDM thing and my looping thing has some of that. So we put our thing together and have a whole band. We did these gigs healing the town, very much a, a very a, a tribal lion's healing experience out of the trauma of the flood. Mm -hmm. And then to revisit that, Craig was like, I want to have a party in town. You know, uh, um, can we, let's see if we can get, you know, uh, Arthur Leland and Gogo Lab and we can do it at the Wildflower. Trying to negotiate that didn't quite work. Uh, 
to make it a free event from the traditional model. So I was like, let me just go talk to Craig straight up. So I go talk to Craig and he says, hey, why don't we do this? Let's make it a benefit. The beneficiary will pay the band a flat fee and production and you will have, uh, and I'll give you the, the wildflower to do it in every year. Whoa. So then I'm like, end of story, boom. Like that just takes it out. That makes it the, yeah. the key was to create a, to create the, the, the um, first of all, a successful fundraiser for Lions Emergency Assist and Assistance Fund. That's, that's the fundamental piece there. But then also to create the best experience for people and for people to give, uh, to be able to give inspired giving happens when people's hearts are open and they had a transformational experience. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, dude, but if you put a price tag and say 20 bucks, they'll yes. be like, fine, 20 bucks, boom, end of story. Great, I still had a transformational experience, but I wasn't able to give out of that field because I kind of prepaid with the concept of it's gonna be this much money. Right. Because that, that's the worth that we put on it. So my my whole premise with, with working with Leaf was let's do it for free, keep it free, everyone comes, and then people donate. And if you give them the best experience that they could possibly have, they'll donate more. I guarantee you. Right. And then it provides more support for the people that need it. So it's, it's giving a better experience with an open heart and an open door. And then it gives back to the people that were doing the thing. It's the Ouroboros. And <laughs> um, every penny that, that, that we've raised, we've, and the numbers started out, like the first year was $300, second year was 12,000. Well, no, first year it was just me at, well, it was at, at a bar. Yeah, it was me at, 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 at pizza so, bar. So the last couple of years has been 50 grand, and every single penny stays in our 2,000 person community. Hell yeah. So rent assistance, heat assistance, and food bank. Wow. wow. Literally helping the community. <laughs> Past production costs. Past production costs. And a lot of those people live here. Well, so. yeah, I mean, but well, every month, every penny, which is amazing, because you can't really say that about a lot of stuff that you and people gather money for. You. How no. do you do that? How do you keep it like that? Because our because our organization that we support is supporting us. Leaf. <laughs> it's all mutual. Wow. Yeah. That, so we have. So that's. So here's what I was gonna say is is to to give you you guys. Uh, in, uh, at some point, um, and our listeners, uh, an understanding, we, we have been doing this rave to the grave for, uh, for this would have been our 2020 would have been our sixth year. Okay. And, um, so when COVID happened, string cuts, you know, planet bluegrass, but done string summit done, everything done. Uh, so then we're, uh, we were like, well, we need to do it virtually. And we had done the string summit already because that was the first thing that came up. It was like, well, uh, if we're going to do what we're here to do, um, he's like, we, you know, we should stream string summit from here or, or, you know, uh, film it and then stream it. So that, that was the first thing. And I used my team that I've been working with, with rave to the grave for the last five years. So we already had this super tight infrastructure tight infrastructure based on, like the the like first of all, my rhythm section Will and, and Zach are in my trio, but also uh, Will is in Great American Taxi, and then also got the you know the night uh, the High Hawks gig now out of that out of that gig. 
but I mentored him and and our bass player to do our opening CD release tour uh, to sub for Brian F. Adams. I mentored those guys into this type of music that they didn't. They were young, good musicians. And they never played the Americana jam thing. Okay. So you know, like, like learn all the Phil Lash parts, then don't play them. Play Root Five. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 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 because he sent Zach off for months to learn all the Grateful Dead stuff. And then Zach came back with his bass and the thing, and Arthur looks at him and goes, now don't play anything like the Lesh. Wow. But it's, you know what? It, right. it, but now it's in, in, the, in the Matrix, in the gray matter. And it's going to come out through the fingers without you trying. It's a very, it's a very it. intentional, it's a mm-hmm. very intentional, very intentional thing. And my point about that is, is that, uh, is that th- those, uh, the rhythm section, and then my, our sound guy, Peter, is, uh, uh, he was um, uh, studying at the Art Institute of Denver, who is uh, under Jay uh, Elliott, who is the drummer who plays at String Summit when they back up yonder doing their electric set on Saturday nights. He's the that drummer. That was so fun. Wow. He's also, also an amazing music producer and engineer so he's a teacher there and uh i had met this kid and uh, i said to him at a club gig uh you're kind of amazing uh if you ever want to learn about my looping stuff and this stuff like call me and he's like i'd love to he calls me back and says i need and uh, like two months later i need a eight month or an 80 hour um internship for jay's class and i'm like i got you and so then he became Aww. a part of the family he started doing the rave to the grave he's been integral in our thing and uh when we did string summit and his acoustic chops weren't up to the level that i knew that we needed to stream strum it at i called james tuttle who is uh works at e-town and we've done tons of records together and he's just an amazing uh he did front of house for planet bluegrass forever so james is does the the um stream mix and so the, all of these uh, elements, uh, our, uh, our uh, other team member, Alec, um, uh, is Alex Red Such, he was a light, lighting guy, just got into doing the video stuff in the stream, uh, in the stream era, and is just a brilliant artist in, in his own right. When we did our production run for String Summit with just those two guys, we were like, we need... We need a James Tuttle and we need, oh, Eric Abramson. Boom. If you know Eric, he's a legendary video guy. Okay. And Jesse, and Jesse Burrell from No Coast, who lives in Lions now, who did Daniel's uh, Colorado video. He did, he's done all the documentary sections for this. Okay. And so for Rave to the Grave, when it was virtual, uh, we did a documentary. We talked about the documentary. Um, and we did a documentary on Leaf and Rave to the Grave that starts off the first 15 minutes of it, which is literally a short form documentary that segues into a original music video that segues back into the most emotionally uh, nuanced moment of what Leaf is really about and why you need to give. Whoa. And then it, and then it goes into the dance party. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like second set drum space back into the encore. Got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just put it into terms. I completely understand. Seriously though. It was exactly that it was using. It's literally like why people would use a, a song before they do their vows. You know what I mean? It's like, oh set the yeah. Set the moment. Set up, the right? space. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's what, that's what the purpose to me of music is like, it's to it's to create that space, whatever that is for that for what's true for the artist, for us to experience, 
And still, it's going to be our own unique experience. So, what what are we about to experience for Valentine's Day? What's in the What's in the hopper? Basically, continuing the conversation uh, from what we did with Daniel and and uh, and Emma, the first episode. Mm-hmm. This is with Clay Rose from Gasoline Lollipops yeah. and Mackenzie Page from okay. Gypsy Moon, and we'll be doing uh, also joining us will be Michael Joseph Ferguson, who is the author of. A drummer and a, and the Great Mountain. He's the leading reframer of ADHD as the neurological uh, neurological brain type, the hunter brain wiring. Got it. So he's an amazing life coach, uh, you know, workshop leader, author. Uh, wow. He has a, a mega podcast called ADHD ADD uh, Tips and Support. It's super super cool, and he's an artist and a and a musician. So he is. What we're doing is we're we're taking the songs of the artists. We these, we curate these songs based on the theme, which is um, navigating uh, navigating our relationships and matters of the heart. Oh. Versus the last one was navigating uh, navigating the darkness and light in these times. So in the COVID times, we're talking about how our experience as musicians and artists. Um, what they're dealing with from the mental health standpoint. Right. Sure. Right. And, and so we just kind of started in, in that conversation. So now we're taking that to the next level of, since it's been a pressure cooker in relationships and in having to be isolated, Yeah. everyone's being pressed hard. So that's the conversation is that theme cracking open the heart, you know, in the hearth and, uh, um, we basically facilitate that conversation. Michael facilitates it. It's around a fire, except it's at Wicasa this time, the tiny home uh, uh, res- uh, hotel mm-hmm. that I showed you earlier. So, so we'll have these songs that uh, that are uh, that we're using the lyrical content and what the song is about to actually highlight a theme under this heart and uh, matters of the heart and the the relationship piece. So it's it's a super powerful conversation. And then that kind of just does this and we go into songs and then we come back and the show kind of builds and goes deep and then comes back out the other side. So, you know, very much like a show. That's weird. Yeah, no, that's so innovative and so clever and well thought out and beautifully timed it's I'm excited for it. I'm so excited to be a part of this and for you to take the time to explain it for our listeners that to give them some context now coming into the other one. I'm glad I didn't have this context seeing the first one. And then now to go to this next one and see this and having the context. I am so excited. So glad to be a part of what you guys are doing. Yeah, man. And yep. I'm grateful to, to, to be in conversation about this. Because yeah. This is a we, we're in, maybe our artistic expression of this is unique to us and unique to our vortex. But I think this conversation is happening everywhere right now. We are all connected. We're all doing it. We're all crushed. We're all yeah. in. We're all in this together. It's not there's yes. the, the illusion that the American dream of of individualism is this thing of of like you know, it's just me and, and, and I'm going to just, you know, not be affected by you. And I'm going to create my own reality. Arthur, you said it earlier. We are the earth. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta ask you something. This is, this is unrelated to blue sky barn, but. What is a city without its music? 
The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. We've been having conversations lately that I'm noticing a thread going through them. Like it's, and it's different pe- conversations with different people. And the next person that we talk to continues the conversation we were having with the person before. So I'm hearing a voice speaking a monologue to us through this conversation. Well, real quick, Arthur, I just wanted to introduce to you, if you know him or not, we, we talked with uh, Jeff Firewalker Schmidt last week. He is um, in Asheville, North Carolina, and we were speaking to him with his project that was coming up that he's um, putting out that is poetry, artistry, music. It's called Saint Disruption, and um, it's with uh, John Modeski. And, and but so this what Aaron was talking about this I, I was saying it right before um, wh- when we kept cutting out in between um, I was like this reminds me of what Jeff is doing but a completely different spin mm-hmm. but it's that same heart theme and it's that same gathering of the tribe that you're talking about in a progressive fashion now it's no longer just to get together and dance let's get together and do something. and do so you know so I have a question. In Based all, on that, in, right? In all of that, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you see happening when the veil is lifted and we can all gather again? Do you see like a new renaissance coming? Do you see um, something special coming out of all of us being pressed like this? Uh, I think it's already that's already happening. That's I, I the, the probably one of the first things. Uh, I don't know either what we, I don't know if Carol said it first or I said it first. I'll give her the better of the doubt. Let's just say she said it. First. <laughs> okay. Um, That's right. Surrender to now, the mother. We've been married for 35 years. And at the, and at one of our first uh, uh, family, um, you know, at the, at the, my full name's Arthur Leland Sicking the third. So at one of our family uh, gatherings at the holidays, Carol's there and my dad's like, or Carol says, I make the best chocolate chip cookies. First year of your marriage, she's like, she's like, I make the best chocolate chip cookies. And my dad goes, really? She's like, well, son, what are your favorite cookies? And I'm like, Mrs. Field chocolate, uh, white chocolate macadamia nuts. And he's like, son, you've got a lot to you got a lot. Yeah, you, <laughs> oh, you just blew it. Oh. <laughs> your dad was a wise man. <laughs> oh, he was on that. So, <laughs> so um, I will say that when uh, all this shit started happening, the, the 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 notion that great art and music is going to come out of this absolutely yes. is is front and foremost because in, if, to me if you're doing your job as an artist you should already be on the front end of it like you you, you, you so by the time your music comes out or if you're writing timeless music mm-hmm. that addresses very specific things when the crunch happens the balm is needed and music is the balm. And so that's that that has to be there. Like, for example, like, I mean, I'm not really a big fish fan per se, but my uh, sky is. And so he turns me on to stuff. 
And uh, Sigma it Oasis. Out that latest, the latest, whatever the latest Fish album that was in March that came out in March. Or whatever, I was thinking it when you were saying it just now. I was like, dude, like, good for you. Like, Trey, yes. Yeah. Like, here, boom, right on schedule. Like, that's how it, I feel like that's how it should be with artists. They You're should right. be on the front end of it so that when that comes out, it's They're prophetic. Well, it's the visionaries. The prof- artist is the visionary. And you're, you know, another thread that has come through this conversation is uh, the curation of space. You said it about Carolee. You said it about Sky. But you yourself are one of those people as well. And I think we can tag every other artist and musician in there as well like they're we're they're we're being led as a collective into this visionary space that you guys are emoting through your music that we're all feeling this collective emotion and here are the beautiful paintings and here are the beautiful songs and here are the beautiful collaborations that are coming out through conversation and conversations yes we can't leave that don't leave conversation out i think it's the i feel like it's that uh um, the metaphor is like the the sphere with each point, the geometric points of the sphere being the people in the conversation connected to that middle piece, like everyone. And then each of those spheres are connected to each other. And so that's like everyone has something to to give and 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 uh, receive from the community. And healing is not healing's not going to happen in isolation. That's the other piece to me that I had to surrender to because I spent a large amount of my um, career doing a solo looping uh, thing that, that although was amazing in its own right, it was also just a way for me to kind of set up emotional landscapes within my being that allow me to recreate the trauma of childhood of can't do anything right. And you're not good enough because your gear is always going to like where I was in that tech realm and I was the only one doing it. I was doing it all. Something would always screw up to tell me you're not doing it right. Or you're not, you know, it's just something's going to fuck up. Right. And that's like the narrative. So to me, having to look at these narratives that the trauma that I had uh, as a child that's come out that has, you know, resulted to me, I mean, I feel like all of that kind of has resulted in my specific health issues for me and autoimmune stuff is very interesting because it's also where your cells are attacking yourself thinking that you are the enemy mm. you hear what i'm saying oh, yeah. i got you man oh yeah that's serious shit right there. that is serious that's like, shit <laughs> that's basically like your immune system is saying it's saying i'm the problem yeah we <laughs> need to remove yeah. the problem take care of you <laughs> And seriously, to me, that was like, yeah, that's kind of metaphor because here I am like, you know, just like you're not you're not good enough, da, 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 all yes. these things that are going on. And then and but nobody's talking about that when you share that with another musician who's like, oh, my God, dude, I thought I did that. Like you always play great shit. How do you how does that even happen to you? And it's like everybody's doing everybody. that. You, we talked to everybody so many artists that say like the one that sticks out in my head is tom hamilton from joe russo's almost dead tommy tommy was like i am the worst musician on on the stage with those guys i don't even feel like i should be up there playing with them and i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now dude do you hear what you play how could you even (laughs) say that yeah no i I know what you're talking about 
it's like the chops are always greener on the other side of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and it's a, go it's ahead. Just, it, yeah, it's just a, it's a serious piece, but also out of that conversation is literally uh, is literally how all of this kind of came into being and. Let's all stop that conversation. You guys are helping with that. What conversation? The conversation you're saying that everyone says they suck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Carol, you're right. Let's stop it. Let's, okay, let's acknowledge it because nobody was doing that. I have to say when I was 17, long time ago, um, or I think it was, I was like 17. I remember being around, I like being around girls and women or whatever, were lots of mean things said and whatever. And I decided when I was 17, I was like, I'm never going to look at a woman and look for fault. I'm going to look for, mm. even if her earrings are cool, even if that's all I can find, I'm going to be like, wow, are those cool earrings? Or that's wow. a beautiful yeah. place to come from. It. Yes. And that's it. So come on, musicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Own it. You know, this is, yeah. An artist and. Yes. If I if stop that conversation. If we're not owning it, we wouldn't be talking about it and pulling it up. Like that was the idea of the beach ball, like we were talking about in the Daniel M episode. The idea of the how much energy it takes to keep the shadow. Yes. Keep those, you know, parts of ourselves that first of all we don't want to look at. I don't want to look at, and then we do. It's like, and to be to be able to acknowledge that and love it, and not have to spend all this energy pushing the you know the beach ball under the water it's just a metaphor for it but it's a lot of energy to to, to keep that and in a sense uh one of our healer my healer friends in town here that that sky hooked us uh hooked me up to said you know it's kind of an amazing thing that that out of all of the all of your body the that your body has chosen to put all of your cancer cells uh, to me in one little walnut place that's hard to kind of get it like once it goes out of there you got problems i'm it's not very it's not there yet but my point is, is that that it's taken 20 years for that to grow to that point and so how awesome too is it that your body took care of you in that way to put it in a place that if you maybe needed to take it out which i'm not really a fan of that concept <laughs> um i don't even know but if i I don't know. This is this all brings up again life and death issues. Like, how sure. do you want to live your life? What is what are your values? What do you want to do? And so, to me, the curator of this, as the artist piece of the skills, like you were talking about, and the last thing that you were saying is like surrendering to uh, that. There's a bigger thing going on here, and if we can be in conversation about that and do what we love uh, and bring all of those pieces together to build that tribe and to have that conversation uh, and to be authentic with that. I don't think we're alone. And I think that conversation is the conversation that's come out of 2020. It's mm -hmm. like the shadow work thing. Wow. So I, it's, to me, it's the, it's one in this, it's one in the same. So all the art, uh, um, like I said, if Carol said like, that's what we're going to see out of this whole thing is going to be great art and great, um, uh, you know, just deep, deep stuff, because when life and death become something that we're dealing with versus like, you know, a concept. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like third world countries deal with this stuff all the time. I went to Ghana and Togo and Nigeria, like, dude, that that's like and they'll give you the you compliment somebody and they will give you the shirt off their back and they have nothing. And here we are arguing over how much shit I can acquire at my house and not fucking you. Sorry for the 
No. <laughs> Fuck, it's true, man. It, we need to be all shaken up. It, we, well, we need it's, it. it. We're here. We've the the anthill has been shook, as they say, you know. And so, it, now that people know about this, where can they go to watch it, and where can and they help. go to donate? Yeah. You're going to Blue Sky Barn Presents YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, uh, subscribe to that and like Blue Sky Barn Presents Facebook page. Um, the, uh, most of the material and the content, all the String Summit, all the, the Rave to the Grave, um, which is what I wanted to, again, say to you, please watch the, for, just at the minimum, watch before you... Uh, air watch the first 15 minutes of uh rave to the grave which is a documentary slash um music video slash into the you know yes. mm-hmm. into the into stella blue <laughs> yeah <laughs> broke down palace got it and it's going down the road right yeah. so, so it goes like you know it goes like this and it's very it's very uh important to understand the the history of these things that takes us to where we are. It's really, really powerful. And, and Jesse from No Coast and Andrew Brislin, our team is like just unbelievable. Um, so I, I, I really want to put the biggest thank you out to everybody because it's a, it's a, you know, people are working for pennies on the dollar for sure. It's like, it's not like the whole point is that it's not about the money. And we're also trying to figure out how do you replace income when, you know, if you don't have a savings and you don't have uh, parents you can borrow from and you don't have, um, you know, something to replace that, what happens? And that's what LEAF, Lions Emergency and Assistance Fund, does for this community and because this community is full of gig workers and people who are depend on the peak experience community, uh, uh, excuse me, peak experience economy of festivals, weddings, um, people come up here for the for the rivers and the and the trails. So for that to yeah. go south has really affected us in this town. And yes, we're pretty white privileged boulder. So I mean, I can't can't like people have it a lot worse too. And we're all dealing with it. So we've all got our level. Yeah, we all need to help with. each other, no matter where how much deficit we have. Just help. Period. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like that's hopefully to answer your question too about the future. I would hope that that is what comes out of this because I don't think we're going back to normal and I don't think mm. I, it's going to look way freaking different, I think. So, um, um, and you know, I don't know anything. I just know what I, what I see. And, and, yeah. and so much of the information is, is uh, garbled with truth and untruth. So it's, we're in a really interesting quacky time. <laughs> That's a, yeah. what, we've said that so many times. The one thing it's like everybody was guessing and trying to project thing. It's like, we don't know shit. Nobody knows <laughs> shit. Nobody understands what's going on. All we can do is maneuver within that and do things like you're doing and we're doing for, yeah, for us. Hopefully create, hopefully create a, like for me on a, on a, on a town level, like the, 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 what I see us doing uh, in this town um, with leaf, but with this conversation and I, and, and uh, uh, is to, uh, and with the documentary is basically to, to, to educate the thousand people who came here after the flood, how we even got here and how a community has to come together when the shit hits the fan, 
that's the only thing you have. When we went to do the flood, man, it's like your neighbors. And it's like, my, it takes a, it takes a disaster to get to know your neighbors and they're freaking awesome. Right. Like, and, but just a lot of times we don't even know that. So, so these are the things that I was hoping that through the conversation we can support and through the documentary and through the music and through honoring what we do here as our tradition in a sense of, of lions, uh, how to, how to, um, to, to to celebrate that and create a, a conversation that is in a is in more of a safe space too because the 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 polarity environment that we're dealing with you guys probably saw social dilemma yeah. all of that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. is happening on a microcosmic level in our community it's happening on a national dialogue yes and so it's the worldwide treat, stage yep how do we want to treat each other as as a community oh so what we're, a we're, we're small enough that we can actually feel like we can have that uh you know result and so i'm in conversations with like the spiritual leaders in town talking about like let's approach it from that perspective first to come at it from love and a safe space and like not politics not business not anything it's like start there start with and then love. go and, and then go down because no matter what your faith is if love's got to be that top top of the pinnacle <laughs> if it's not it's Whatever it is, what it is, and and just um, you know, it's not not the game I'm playing. No, we're yeah. not playing that game mm. either, man. You know, I, I I'm gonna stop recording here in a second. I want to exchange phone numbers with you, man. I want to stay in touch because it's family. It's yeah, family. absolutely, all of you guys. Yeah. Well, I, I love sure. earlier when you when you held that uh the the more we less me that mm-hmm. I mean that's what we're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what's needed. Yeah, well. Arthur, thank you so much, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the stop button on recording and we'll we'll finish this like, offline. Yay! Hey! Hey! Yeah. Now I can hear you guys finally. What's well, up? I just wanted to thank you for the what you did on that first uh, Blue Sky Presents, Blue Sky Barn Presents. That was so beautiful. Your your voice just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> thank you. In, so in such a beautiful way and it just it was moving it was very moving and I was watching it right before we got on so I was able to kind of be on the high of of your performance thank you so much yeah it was great yeah really really what you guys amazing. are doing are amazing yeah I love what you got going on up there just everybody in and out Daniel Emma just man <laughs> what a mate that is a magical place we could just tell from the whole crew Wow. There, there it is. All right, yeah. guys. I'm going to hit stop. Hang on one second here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to jump. Uh-oh. We're going to jump in the car. We'll be there in about 17 hours and 29 minutes. So. <laughs> family. You're, you're family, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shattered as a focus.
well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!